in 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera, I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm gonna be a leader, I'm a leader, wait, cause I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, Bailey. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Championship Leadership Podcast. We got Ruben Dua just outside of uh, LA here uh, today. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for the invite. This means a lot to me. Championship Leadership. Let's get into this. I'm Let's in. go, baby. Yeah. So uh, good segue. Championship Leadership. What does it mean to you when you hear that? Well, I, I think that I'll start with leadership. And I think that there's there's sort of two definitions of leadership, which I connect to the most, which I've been able to gather um, through basically interviewing people and learning from other people that are, that are smarter than me, frankly. And here are those two definitions. Number one is the definition of a leader is someone who uh, there's a mirror and there's a window, right? So when you look through the window and you see your, your, your team, Okay, not from a hierarchy yeah. place, but just from an equal place, you you see the people to whom you owe gratitude, the people that are doing the hard work. And when you look in the mirror, you look at how can I improve myself? What is it mm -hmm. that I can do within myself to become a better person? Right. And this yeah. is the reason why I like this definition is because it's it's a little bit tough and it's a little bit maybe self-loathing, like, oh, I'm going to, I'm the person that needs to fix and everyone around me is perfect. It's a, it, there's a, you can crit criticize this pretty easily, but there's something really beautiful in this, which is that it, we create the universe around us. You know, the team that's around us that maybe reports to us, if we're a CEO, if we're a leader and we've got this team, we've created that team. You know, the choices that we've made, the HR, the hiring process, the corporate culture, the, the way that the salespeople are getting bonused and compensated, everything is created by us, per se, if we are that leader. So if we, if we look at flaws in the system, the second that we take ownership of those, all of a sudden we become liberated because we're not a victim. We're not a victim to other people's stuff. We can actually affect change. Mm -hmm. And we can actually say, let's improve this. You know, the salespeople don't feel motivated. What's up? Is it the compensation structure? Is it the sales cycles? Are we not using the right technology? Are we not using video to prospect? That's my bet. I'll get into that later. You know, yeah. what's the issue? What's the what's the conflict that that arises? And then, of course, how can we solve it? So it sort of empowers us to be able to look within, to look within that mirror. Yeah. And right. then to to give gratitude to the team 
um, as a leader, I think it's everything. Because if the team does not feel gratitude, I don't know how anyone's going to feel motivated. You know, what is the old saying? It's not, they don't care how much you know, they, they, they know how much you care. Yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Um, they don't care how much you know. They know how much you care. And that's rooted in empathy and compassion and understanding. And, and great, great coaches uh, know that. In fact, at one point in my life, I lived, I was the neighbor of John Wooden. And um, John Wooden, the famed coach, UCLA. Yeah, really? Bar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, UCLA? And he had, yeah. He had, I, I say that because I see the basketball behind you. He, yeah. um, he, uh, he had so many boxes come to his, his porch that he had to remove two wood panels from his porch so that the UPS and the FedEx <laughs> guy could literally put boxes like 10 oh, boxes wow. a day. Yeah. Cause otherwise they'd have to go and they'd leave them in front of his door. And then that was a big mess. So he created a little portal <laughs> in his yeah. porch, like specifically for the deliveries. And, and it's like, why, why are, why does he get so much fan, fan mail? Why did he get so much fan mail? Why are so many of his people um, saying that they have so much gratitude? It's because well, what he did, he used to do these famous, someone told me this, he used to do these famous um, like five minute walks where he'd go on a walk with players and he'd just be like, all right, this is vulnerable. We're all equals here. Um, I want you to know that I care. So leadership to me is about, you know, accountability. It's about giving crowned gratitude. And it's about, it's ultimately, ultimately about caring. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I love it. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I like the, the mirror in the window uh, analogy yeah. as well. I hadn't heard that before, but yeah, John Wooden, I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's, I loved his book. His, his book on leadership actually is probably one of my favorite books. Definitely one of my favorite top right. books. So uh, I've always looked up to him for sure. And I'm a sports guy. Yeah. Um, but, uh, well, why don't you tell us a little bit more about yourself? I know you, you mentioned, uh, a little bit, uh, very briefly about digging, digging a little deeper into what it is that you do, but yeah, a little, little bit, uh, open, open the, the, the window into yeah. who you are and the journey you've been on to get where you're at and what you're up to today. Well, I, the, the people that, that I love to support are people that are ultimately trying to make relationships in business. And, um, when I say that, I mean, Ex external relationships. I mean, when we work for a company, when we have a team, of course, we have to have a good synergy with our team. And that's important. And that usually happens organically if we're on Zoom or if we're meeting or if we're doing stuff like this, it happens organically. The more difficult place to create relationships in business is when it's outward. When you're in sales, when you're in business development, when you're creating partnerships, you know, when you're trying to actually shake people's hands, either physically or virtually, to accomplish a mutually beneficial goal. And I've sort of realized over the course of the last, you know, since, since I was basically 18, when I, when I did my first tech startup, that the biggest challenge in humanity is, is trust. You know, everything comes down to trust. The reason why we have eye contact, the reason why human beings smile is because we want to convey trust. The reason why we put our hands up and shake a hand or go like this, or anything like this, it's because we want to convey trust, whether it's to you know tribes in early in the early days, or whether it's now through business, through a prospecting situation, salesperson, buyer, so on and so forth. So this trust factor is the biggest thing that we need to figure out how we can overcome. Because we can craft the perfect email. We can write the perfect script for a cold call or a call to our client. But the question is, are they going to trust it? And if they don't trust it, then they can't engage, they can't react to it. And ultimately, 
maybe there's no business to be done if they can't trust it. So everything starts with trust in relationships. So that's not new. We, we've heard that a hundred times before, personally, professionally, everything starts with trust. So the big bit here that I have rooted my life into is this idea that video allows us to connect, to create that parasocial relationship. We can, we can look, we can, we can actually look into people's eyes with video and make that connection and feel empathy and feel compassion and feel curiosity and ultimately feel, feel trust. Um, no, I can trust people talk about that mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. So, so, so I'm the CEO of a platform called dub. It's a video communication platform. We help people in sales to communicate with video. Now these are asynchronous videos. These are not synchronous videos. This is not like a zoom call where people are speaking live. This is yeah. pre-recorded content. Yeah. So it's with the mobile app and a Chrome extension and a desktop. It's a lot of different ways to capture videos, our face, our screen, all the above, and to convey it and to build trust and ultimately drive conversions. Yeah, love it. What's, uh, it's just made me think, you know, because, uh, and I haven't really chatted with too many people on, on this podcast yet about this, but uh, chat GPT AI is definitely uh, yeah. a, a, a thing that yeah. everyone is talking about right now. So I'm curious because yeah. I, I know it will even uh, change the video space right like yeah as it continues right. to grow what what what's your thoughts around that or how that will change what you're doing or because and 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 too like the importance of what you talked about like personal relationships and, and building trust amongst people and then you know chat gpt and ai i feel like it's kind of taking people away from that a little bit or it has the opportunity to yeah i i love this question you know it's it's important that we start to understand this that we start to talk it have healthy dialogue about what the heck AI is and how it's yeah. going to affect our lives. And it's, it's, it's one thing what it's doing today, but let's just fast forward 10 years and right. it's, you know, AI, the way the, the speed at which AI is becoming more intelligent is faster than any, anything that we can possibly fathom. It, it, it doesn't even make sense anymore. Yeah. You know, this, this, this uh, old school tech law called Moore's law, which is something to the effect of every 18 months, the number of transistors required in a piece of technology, in a piece of hardware, can can be halved, and the speed can be doubled. So basically, every every eighteen months, our laptop can be half can be half as small and yeah. twice as fast. Yeah. And if you scale that over, you know, twenty years, thirty years, it, it probably makes sense. It's it's kind of linear, and it's it's on a trajectory that makes sense, right? We we have a laptop from ten years ago. It's it still works, but it's kind of clunky, right? Yeah. The thing about AI is that there's, it's just getting faster and faster. It's like, an, yeah. it's the ultimate snowball effect in terms of it's how it's acquiring information, processing that information, and then spitting it back to us, you know? And so the answer to the, to the question very specifically is we're completely embracing it wholeheartedly. Yeah. We have no choice to, right. if we don't, then someone else is going to, in fact, we integrated a whole AI assistant into our dub platform, which is which is actually available on all accounts. We actually don't charge for it the way that, okay. that OpenAI does. Um, and it allows people to solve some of the issues that they're they're facing with when they're trying to, you know, start conversations, build relationships, build trust with people. So what does it do? It solves writer's block. Okay. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I need a sales script. I need a sales script. I got a cold call. I got to call someone. I got to call an old client. I got to write an email. I have to write a blog post. I have to write an article. I have to write a, a script for a YouTube video, an outline for a social media post, right? 
throw that query in there and watch what happens. It's amazing. It's actually amazing yeah, what is. happens because it goes and it finds everything and it collects it and it cures writer's block. Now, does it replace writing? Does it replace humanity? Does it replace personality? Well, obviously it does not. I mean, in fact, there's so much technology right now that's determining when content is, is created by AI to block it. Like Google is now creating AI blockers. They're creating AI creators and AI blockers because <laughs> they don't want people yeah. to make AI blog posts and and you know mess up their whole search engine experience so we're yeah. embracing it and if and if you haven't we highly encourage you to do so there's yeah. so many different ways to do it you can get yeah. apps you can get dub you can get chat gbt which there's you have to put your phone number for chat gbt that's noteworthy yeah. but um get on it <laughs> yeah i love it i mean yeah like you, and i think to your point i mean it's 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 here and it's here to stay and it ain't going anywhere so you can choose to embrace it or just get completely passed up by it. So, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, well, I appreciate you well, taking to, time to for be, that. Yeah. Yeah. To be really ominous, you can choose to embrace it or choose to have it embrace you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. What's, uh, well, let's shift gears a little bit uh, from that conversation. And, and um, you know, what's a critical moment in your life where, you know, you made the decision that you did, which has you where you are today, but had you not, you'd be in a very different place. I love this question because I yeah. think there's a lot of people in this situation and it's just always powerful to hear how others have chosen in certain moments to help maybe guide them. So is there a moment yeah. or two to share? Well, I think, I think this question for me, it's, it has to be rooted in risk. So what is the risk that I was willing to take, yeah. you know? What was the, the, the decision to, you know, refi the house, you know, to, to start the business? You know, that's a big decision. That's a big yeah, family right. decision, yeah. right? A lot of things go bad with that one. In fact, <laughs> yeah. most of the time they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the decision to, you know, getting fired, the decision to say, you know what, it's a door closing and the entrepreneurial window opening. And I, and I, and I am now forced to create runway for myself to go be the entrepreneur that I want to be, you know, and not postpone this for years and years, yeah. you know, that, that was another really, really tough one. You know, it's, it's these, it's these ideas where you, you burn the boats. Napoleon Hill talks about that. They could grow rich. You know, yep. when you, when you cut the safety net, you know, it's, it's those moments that were most integral in my life when I cut the safety net. And it's really hard to do because that's what elicits our amygdala response. And it, it's all the fear the fear factors, you know, come into play, right? And you start thinking about stuff that actually hasn't happened yet. What if this yeah. happened? What if that happens? All these hypothetical situations. But if you can overcome that and you can say, I I'm going to do everything I have to make this happen, all of a sudden things can work out. Now, it's not a guarantee. There's a lot of failures that entrepreneurs have to go through to get ultimately to where they were, they, where they want to be. And that's the weeding out process, which is unfortunate, but it's absolutely necessary. But those are the two most integral things that I can think about. And again, it's just rooted in taking the leap of faith. What is it um, in Indiana Jones? The, the penitent man will, I uh, forgot the line, the penitent man will pass, you know? And it's just, it's jumping over yeah. uh, the, the abyss, knowing that, yeah. you know, the bricks are going to pave their way. And, that, and those bricks are your hard work and your experience and your education and you know, people that support you and the goodwill that you've created. And that's why it's important to network and get savings and do everything you need to do if you're going to be an entrepreneur, because those are the bricks 
that will allow you to pass over the abyss to the, to the next part. You have to invest in those bricks, you know? Yeah. I yeah. The risk, I, you know, I mean, definitely. And then also, you know, kind of probably in the same breath of, you know, try to try to try to put yourself 40 years from now and, and looking back, if you didn't make that decision, you know, would you, be, would you regret it? Right. And mm. uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah. My personal experiences have always been that it seems like life typically works out no matter what, right? You always, you know, you're either going to learn something great from that that'll help you out in the future, or it's going to be the right call or, but, uh, you know, life wouldn't be any fun if we had all the answers, right? I mean, it would be just kind of mundane and more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't it, isn't it about the journey? I mean, that's such an important yeah. part of this. I mean, one of the things that I think about a lot is, you know, are you happy where you are right now in your life? Right. And this idea that, hey, I've got a dead end job, you know, I've got a sales job and I'm not making the money I want to make and my boss doesn't respect me and I don't really like the product that I'm selling and I'm frustrated as hell, right? It is, you know, a lot of people think I need to get out of situation X and to get into situation Y because situation Y is going to be better than the situation that I'm in right now. And the, the, the challenging thing about this idea is that I think that with this philosophy, you actually never end up getting to ultimately to wire happiness. It, it actually never happens because once you're in the next situation, then you're like, now this is not good. Now I need to find something yeah. else. So, you know, one of the things that I, I've really tried to do in my life, which is probably the hardest thing ever, it's to, it's to embrace the situation that you're in and to find the joy in it and to really yeah. say, I'm actually going to get the most I can out of this opportunity and trust in the universe that something is, there's going to be a gift on the other side. Now, if that means you have to have two jobs and enjoy both jobs, <laughs> you know, <laughs> then that's what you got to do. You know? Right. I've done that. At one point I had three jobs. So, yeah. you know, it's, <clears throat> it's one of those things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Well, as we start to wrap this up, what, you know, if there's one or two things that you could give the listener and if they were to apply today, would help move their life forward today. What would that be? You know, this is such a great question. Um, I I think that uh, that answer is the following. You know, how kids do that; they don't know the answer, and they're like, "The answer to yeah, oh yeah, drag is... it out just a little bit, give yourself buy a little time." <laughs> so in that in that five seconds, I found it, and and this is it. It's getting over our childhood traumas. Mm, yeah, huge. Yeah, you know, because those childhood traumas they follow us. You know. Hey, you're not, you're not, you're not a good podcaster. You're not good in sales. You're not a good guitarist. You're not a good vocalist. You'll never amount to anything. You're a loser. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve that. You know, there's voices in our head, you know, someone that was not in a good place in their life. God bless them, but they were not in a good place and they were taking it out on us. And we, we had to take that. We had to receive that from people. And now in our adult lives, maybe we actually created that agreement. You know, maybe we actually believed them because we were malleable at the time. And, you know, fast forward 30, 40, 50 years later, we're still not good at that thing because we never invested time into it. We never actually prioritized it and said, I'm going to go play basketball for an hour a day and get good at it. I'm going to go sing. I'm going to go work on my sales. I'm going to go read books. I'm going to get educated. I'm going to try to aspire to be a CEO. Uh, we didn't do that stuff because someone yeah. told us not to. So if you get over those traumas in your mind and actually are able to liberate yourself from them, realizing that you are the master of your domain. You create your environment. We talked about that at the beginning. 
You know, you are, you're just looking in a mirror. There's, there's no one else that, that is affecting you. You know, you, yeah. you are ultimately responsible for your, for your path. I mean, barring, you know, terrible outlier situations that we can't control, barring those types of situations, you know, if you have at least two limbs, maybe one, maybe zero, if you have a heartbeat, you know, and a brain, you know, the sky's the limit. It's just yeah. a choice, you know? Yeah. yeah. Amen to that for sure. Definitely yeah. agree. What, uh, what would be the main way that, that the listener can, you know, find out more about you and the dub app and everything that you're up to like follow you. Yeah. Yeah. Social media or website. Uh, that's, that's the best. Um, yeah, totally. So I'm, I'm active on YouTube. I would say active on YouTube, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Those are my channels. Ruben Dua is my hashtag for everything. R-U-B-E-N-D-U-A and check out dub, you know, dub.com. It's, it's, you know, a video communication platform. Grab, grab your phone, grab your monitor and just record a video and send it to someone that you want to build a relationship and watch what happens. Watch what happens when they watch a video of you on a landing page with the call to action, your calendar integration, uh, a way for them to book a time with you. Watch what happens when they meet you. Ultimately, yeah. it'll be like, I feel like I know you. I feel like I've watched yeah. a video of you and I feel like I know you already. And what that does is you, you get over this huge trust hurdle and that icebreaker hurdle and you're just, you're just into it. It's kind of like, it's kind of like a podcast. Like when you and I jumped into this podcast, it's almost like we we're in the same club. We do the yeah. same thing and we just, you know, there's a trust factor and it's a very similar, similar thing that happens with video. So check out dub.com and you get some time. And, and most importantly, I would say, you know, invest in yourself. You know, YouTube is the most uh, amazing educational resource on the planet. I have a paid YouTube subscription. It changed my life because I can listen to long videos while I'm driving, put the display off and it's just audio only. And it's just like an educational thing. Yeah. Ted talks, how to tutorials, you know, music theory, I'm a musician, music theory, anything that you want to learn, just go invest like an hour a day and watch what happens after six months. It's, it's unbelievable. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I appreciate having you here today, Ruben. It's been great. And for the listener, uh, if you've enjoyed this conversation, don't go anywhere. Just stay right here. We got the next episode coming up and uh, appreciate you once again, Ruben, for taking the time today. Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate you, Nate. In 05 and 06, I deployed to Kuwait. I used to wait every day for them to say, Nature going home. I missed my life, missed my wife. For 15 months, she was all alone. But when I got back, I felt out of control. Feeling entitled, I put my life on hold. I keep on drinking, so I'm sinking in a river of liquor. Me and my wife weren't all right. I didn't reconnect with it. I had a business, insurance agent, and rental properties. But is there something bigger than this? I know there's gotta be, so I invested in myself. I started seeing coaches. Life is a camera. I fixed the lens, and now I see in focus. Now my life's unrecognizable. From my life just a couple years ago. 17 plus years. Of marriage, it's never been better than this. And we got three kids, that's who I do it for. I'm called to be a leader, I'm a leader, white girls, I'm a firm believer. We can do anything we want. If I said it, then I meant it. I probably already did it. Consider it done. Consider it done. If you need some inspiration, you should play this championship leadership podcast. Hey, baby. Tippy, 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 tippy.